Welcome, weary souls and caffeine curious minds, to the Tales and Tea podcast, where we balance the weight of the world with the power of reading and the illusion that tea fixes everything. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) That's how I feel. Yeah. After we just finished this last section of the book. For sure. I don't know how we've managed to do it two times in a row. We like really ended at the perfect spot each time. Yes. I'm pretty proud of that. I am too. I mean, that was just math. That was not me looking deeper. That was just the math was math then. And her chapters followed the math. So yeah. Like now I'm almost curious. Is this like a a thing that's done with authors in like a certain amount of chapters was there like a numerical pattern that she used like every 12 chapters it hit a high point and like you could stop here i mean we're 51 percent of the way done through the book per goodreads so right i don't know that's something a statistical thing i need to get into but probably not today (laughs) definitely not today (laughs) definitely not today (laughs) because i am devastated from finishing these Spoiler warning now. Yes. We are in week two of Hooked. There's no summary. Do the homework. Catch up with us. We're going through chapters 12 through 24. 12 through 24. Exactly 12 chapters. Mm -hmm. This is the pre-K pause warning to turn back now if you haven't read or if you don't care. Let's go. But there will be spoilers. Yes. A lot of spoilers. A lot of deep dive in. We have our notes. Ooh, this tea is much better with sugar. Isn't it? Ah, just a little bit of pixie, and it really changes the game. Ooh. See what I did there? That is really, it's very different. Yeah, it's still the same tea from last week, so it's still gunpowder tea. But we added sugar this time, and last time it was good, but this time it's definitely better. I mean, it changed the whole flavor of it. It really did. With a little bit of sugar. Yeah, yeah. Next week, we're going to keep this one, and next time, we're going to add lemon to it. Mm. We're really going to see what happens. Get a little spicy. Spice it up. The spice. So, I got a lot to say about this one, because my jaw was literally on the floor several times, in a good and a bad way. Well, also, this is, in case you didn't get it, episode two of Hooked, chapters 12 through 24. And Rue's dead. Rue. <laughs> no, he's not just dead. He was gutted. Put up to a tree. Nails in his hand. Like Ugh. he was what is like literal crucified. Yes. And with a <laughs> gut. Cut him open in the middle. I was devastated to read that. And as you, this, that's, that's how our section ended with James walking up to the meeting place because they had another meeting with Peter tonight. And he finds Brew like that. His spidey senses were tingling. Like, he knew something wasn't right. Oh, for sure. He was coming loaded. that he pulled up. But what got me was now he thinks that Wendy's involved. I know. Get out of here. Do you think Wendy's involved? Is that a possibility in your mind? Not at all. I wrote a question mark about that. Scared for Wendy. Is she in on it? I don't think she is, but it is an interesting question to pose. Like, was she the woman that the baker was talking about? George Baker, which I think is really funny. Georgie. That's that's, that's the dad's name in the cartoon version of Peter Pan is Mm -hmm. George. Mm -hmm. So I loved that. And I also love how they kept Smee with Hook. (laughs) To me, this version of Smee is like a dirty hippie, though. Do you get that vibe? Like that guy off of that 70s show that runs the record store? Yes, kind of, but like a younger version. Like he's not old. He's like a 
I don't know, mid thirties. Like he's like your typical Austin hippie to me is, is me. When I read him, that's how I saw him. To be honest, I didn't pay attention to what Smee would look like. I was busy. Because they were on the Tiger Lily. Yes. Did you just love that name? I love that name. I loved it. We didn't have as many like comparisons to to other things. No. And But there was enough. There was Smee. Well, there we were three big ones. Tiger Lily. Yeah. Smee, Tiger Lily, and uh, Georgie. George yes. Michaels. Or not George Michaels. <laughs> gotta have faith yes George but speaking of callbacks to Peter Pan I have to make a correction for myself because last week I called Peter Michael's airplane air is aviation company Neverland Air but it's actually Nev Airland yes like Neverland so I read that and then I wrote in my notes that I need to correct myself because I can't speak but <laughs> <laughs> that was it so I kind of want to get into the smut the spice the peppers the spice the snail spicing. trails i tell you what is in my notes spice be spicing i enjoyed every second of that so you were right she was a virgin i knew it say no mo i knew she was a virgin i didn't pick up on that the first time we were reading it but she definitely talks about it quite a bit this time yeah i mean it's just, it is what it is, you know, the billionaire's daughter, and she was saying in the last 12 chapters, the 1 through 12, that, you know, she didn't want to be with any man because all they wanted was their father, their eyes would light up more. Right, it was I all just, about her dad. And mm-hmm. It's like you're almost your typical trope in these books, like... Virgin. Mm, going to listen to the big baddie, and uh-huh. then they're going to fall in love, and whatever. Yes. And I know it's going to make you gag. I don't know. I have an update. I don't hate the idea of them falling in love and living happily ever after in this one because I like him so much. Weird. <laughs> it just didn't fit my mood for Credence. Nothing fit my mood for Credence. <laughs> fair. Fair. But this one, I've enjoyed the moments that they had together. So I'm like, okay. Yes. And whenever he's like seeing her with... You know, like coming in wearing the blue dress that oh, he made he gets her all wear. Excited He's that all... she actually wore that color for him, uh-huh. and... and like she sat there waiting for him all night. And then that bitch at the end of the bar was trying Moira. to run her mouth, and then here he comes, our man, mm. Hook, straighten it out. Ooh, I right love that part. He uh-huh. just stood back and he waited, and then yep. when the time came, he snuck in. Ooh, that was such a power play. I loved it. It is. He's he's a power play. I know. I like everything about that man. I, should, I shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> now you see why I've been struggling with myself for the last 12 years of my life. Because I've been reading about these terrible, god-awful, sexiest fuck men. Do they really exist? So tell me. We, we danced with this conversation last hooked episode. Okay. Maybe. It was hooked episode, one of our episodes, mm-hmm. about like a mafia wife. Now, if Hook was your husband and you found out what he did. I still don't want to know. I want to live in denial. Like, I know you do questionable things on the side, and that's your business, and I don't want to know the details. But you're a little more open to it this time. If Hook was your... I know you're doing some shit that I don't need to know about, but you just go handle your business and then take me out on fancy dates later and... 
out on the tiger lily and <laughs> make me tea and I'll be fine. Yeah, it's really easy to let your morals slip when you have a, a yacht called Tiger Lily. <laughs> right, yeah. I won't ask too many questions about what you did say at work, if that's how we end the day, for sure. Yeah, if we're going to dinner on our on our yacht. And the dessert. If that's what you serve for dessert, Mr. Hook, I'll have seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did, actually. They had... Yeah. So the spice was, was good. You are our spice connoisseur here. What was all these notes? The level of spice from this section of chapters. Out of all of the smutty, spicy books that I have ever read, there has been a rare occasion where they actually talk about what the penis looks like. Like, yeah, sure. They're like, oh, it's so big and so girthy. And when I stare at it, my eyes go wide. But they don't actually sit there and talk about like the shape and the veins. I liked that. That was. They did. They did. I vividly remember talking, hearing, hearing, reading about the vein. And I have a pretty good mental vis, like, yeah. vision of and you don't you don't really get like. that out of all these books like I don't think that I recall from the few that I've read having read that before so that was a nice little it really was mm. I I actually quite enjoyed you know getting my visual of a little vein action yeah yeah I like a veiny weenie <laughs> yeah there's something there there's something to it for sure we can appreciate that absolutely that's what I appreciate about hook is that what you appreciate? That's about what him? I appreciate it's about him for sure. <laughs> right down the middle, a big old vein. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. And then um, also it was kind of refreshing that her losing her virginity with a penis of that scale, if you will, <sighs> it was actually painful for her. They did actually. Yeah. They and weren't just. A lot of these were like, oh, it feels great. But like, that's not the case. No, I remember, that's not real life. No, I remember when I lost my virginity, it wasn't the best thing I've ever had no it's not sunshine and rainbows Mm -mm. right out the gate it's painful sure and they did address that and I was it made it very real yes it was a refreshing and I quite enjoyed that appreciate you Emily McIntyre that's what we appreciate about you yeah veiny dicks and realistic (laughs) v card stories absolutely (laughs) I mean what else can you ask for there's there's not many of the books that I've read because I'm sure I feel like yeah that's that's pretty easy things to kind of brush over like oh for sure we're gonna hype this up and she's gonna enjoy it's gonna be so great as much as I am liking Hook though I'm a little pissed at him (gasps) why because he just took her virginity knowing what that means to a young girl and is all like you know she she mentions how Oh, he's just, I've never felt this close to anybody. And I feel like I can just be myself. Oh, sorry. He's going to ruin your life because he wants to kill your dad. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's still the bad guy. That's why we love him. We were not introduced to a a good guy turned bad. We are introduced to the bad guy who maybe has a redemption arc. I don't know. We'll find out upcoming. But do I see that? No. No. I don't see a redemption arc for him. I feel like he's really entered his villain era now after we find Rue completely gutted next to a tree. Oh, yeah. What little sliver. I feel like there was a shining light, though, for him in, like, the middle of this section where he's getting closer to Wendy. And he even talks about it. Like, he, he like, grasps onto her because she is that light that he hasn't felt in his soul for a really long time. Is I think it's something how he says it. So I felt like he was... 
maybe not obviously going to turn good guy, but like that part of him was opening up that he hadn't touched in a long time. And then what happens to Rue happens to Rue, and that's totally gone now, and he's in the deep, dark murk of it. And a part of him blames Wendy. He does. He thinks that Wendy was a part of it, and maybe she was a distraction, and it was her. She is the woman in the bakery. It's not Tink Bell. Tina Bell. Tina Bell. It's not Tina Bell. Oh, so there were four. Yeah, that was the other one. We met Tina Bell, which is Peter's assistant slash side piece. Secretary, side piece. Side piece, yeah. Oh, yeah, that little bitch. Yeah. When she's walking in there and... In their house? Yes, and goes and sits down. And then Wendy, like he said, Peter said, let me have a moment with my daughter. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Bye, bitch. Bye. Get out of here. I'm very worried about John, though, now. Oh, not me. You're not? Not a little bit. Hook, put those people in their place. That's true. He did have those that that moment with them that we didn't get to go behind that closed door. What he was talking to the headmaster about. But the way that he bowed up to mm. Hook and was like, who the fuck are you? And why are you in my house? And then he stood up for him whenever Wendy walked in. No, John is totally fine. Well, I just worry about him at that school because Hook wanted to go there and then flashback. You're, you're deflecting. You're deflecting. You're taking on what Wendy said in these pages yeah. and putting it towards John. Well, no, I'm I'm worried about it from Hook's perspective is that years ago he thought he was going to get to go to that school because he saw the pamphlet on his uncle's desk. And the Rue was like, fuck, no, you ain't going there. Like they it's for like troubled kids. They beat the shit out of you. Blah, 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 blah. Also, Hook's uncle. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't either. And at first, I wasn't sure if I was reading that correctly. Like, if we're talking about essay. He said something along the lines of, I wish my uncle would stop abusing me. Or yeah. And right then, I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. There was two different parts where I was like, is he talking about what I think he's talking about? Like, that kind of abuse. And... As far as I can tell, that's what he's talking about. Oh, 100% is. Because he said later on, after Rue... He told Rue. Yeah, he told Rue. Rue went and fucked up his uncle somehow. And then he was just with Rue. And then he... Yes. And then... Well, that. But he was still with his uncle. Mm -hmm. And he said... he never touched him like that. Yeah, he never touched him like that. But the beatings still continued. Yeah. But it wasn't that level of abuse. Right. Heartbreaking. I totally understand why he killed that asshole. Oh, yeah. Justified. Check. I have done it a long time before For that. Sure. For sure. Speaking of parental figures dying, we now know why Hook has the vendetta against <gasps> Peter. Yes. And why he doesn't have a family. Because. I mean, we don't know the whole story, but we know enough. Yeah. We know that Peter Michaels set Hook and his family up on a private jet from Florida they had gone on vacation together, all of them. And that's when he saw Wendy for the very first time. But she was a little bit younger than him. Uh-huh. Mm. A little toddler. I know. A little walking around little girl. And then they fly home. And Papa Hook opened up like a note from Peter. And then the plane goes down and kills everyone on board except Hook. And Peter and Hook also finally met mm. in this time. Mm-hmm. Current time. And I am, I have a suspicion that Peter knows who he is and that's why he killed Rue. I do too. I, after Rue, 
so when they first met, he was kind of like bouncing around, like, maybe you'll tell me your name. You know, what is your real name? Maybe you'll tell me your name. And he, they described him like giving this, him giving Hook kind of like a weird once over, like a weird kind of look. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ooh, does he know? That his cheeks paled is yes. w- or were the words. Yeah. Maybe Hook looks just like his dad. Or something along those something lines. Something similar. Then at that next meeting, I think that's the reason that that Rue's dead because Peter figured it out. Like, I know who you are. And they were probably expecting for Hook to be there. Yeah. And he wasn't. Right. Because he was with your kids, Peter. Mm-hmm. He's being daddy. And you were not. I think is going to do a flop. I'm going to go into a little bit of a future here. Okay. I think that it's going to go into a little bit of a flop. And it was going to go. It never was Wendy's fault that Rue died. But Hook's. It's his own fault? It's his own fault. Oh. Okay. A little self-destructive? No, because he was, he didn't tell Peter who he was, and Peter had to find out on his own, mm. and that pissed him off. And then he and came then after he killed. Oh, he's definitely going to be blaming himself for this. I, oh. Yeah. Well. I mean, he already is. Yeah. He's blaming Wendy. He's blaming himself. He was with her and John instead of being there for Rue. It's a downward spiral that I cannot wait to read. Oh, same. For sure. It's about to get juicy. I think it's about to get real dark, which is right up your alley. Oh, yeah. I think things are about... I, think, I see a little torture in Wendy's future, maybe. Oh, I didn't maybe, think about maybe that. Maybe even like a little sexual torture, you know, because I think he still has those feelings for her, but he's also angry. He's be conflicted about them. Oh, conflicted. Ooh, I also, like do you think John is going to use that number that Hook gave him? So if anything ever happens, you call me. Honestly, don't know. I actually didn't think about that one. I think that there will come a time he might use it for something other than what's expected. Because mm. just off the top of my head. Maybe Wendy's in trouble. Well, either that or mm. he knows that him and Wendy broke up. And so he's going to mm. call him and, you know. Okay, man. Mm-hmm. You go back to fucking my sister, please. <laughs> or You're really you, cool. Why'd you break my sister's heart, you piece of shit? Right. Or, you know. I, I think John has a... Uh, another side to him because like you were saying when they met in the house like he walked right up bowed up to him like he wasn't taking no shit and hook even said like he bonded with john very quickly because he saw so much of himself in him yes and i loved and hated that i loved it i know you did now he can be a rue for somebody else i hurt myself with that one. Ooh, that got me i know I got some goosies. Ooh, ooh, that got me. I'm going to have to slurp on that one. No, a little slurp action. A little slurp. I feel like your slurp was prettier than mine. <laughs> so, like, speaking of good quotes from the book. I really only had one that, stand, that stood out to me. Okay, I saved two. So, ooh, what, what was yours? Go with your first one. Okay, so the first one I saved was from chapter 16, and it's in James' Perspective. And he was just talking about, you know, things that had happened over his life. And what he says is the mind is too easy to manipulate, even by your own subconscious. Fact becomes fiction or at the very least a warped version of the truth. And the past grows distorted and blurred. I don't know. I just really liked that. Mm. Like the whole part about, you know, fact becomes fiction or the very least a warped version of the truth. So Mm -hmm. everything that he remembers, is that really how it went down is... Did his dad really get a piece of paper from Peter and that's why their plane went down? Or was that a warped version of his truth? Was he just clinging to something? Yeah. 
you don't know. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That one made me think a little bit. Like, yeah. What version of truth are we reading here? Okay, I'm going to go with mine. Okay. So mine is actually in chapter 22. Okay. It's also in James's version. We do love a James chapter. I love a male perspective. But this is when they were dropping John off at the school. I also have one from here. Just remember that whenever things feel bleak, all situations are temporary. It's not your circumstances that determines your worth. It's how you rise from the ashes after, after everything, everything burns. burns. Bitch, that's the same one I saved. Shut up. Yes. We are so cute. It's on chapter, it's on page 153. Yes, it is. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be a bitch, but it's chapter 23 in Wendy's perspective where that came from, actually. Well, yes, it's Wendy's Yes, but it's but it's James talking. It. Yes. Yeah, James Hook is talking it. to John. I love that we have the same one. I know. Now we have to get that tattooed somewhere. <gasps> okay. Like a phoenix? That's that's why he saved it, because it reminded me of a phoenix. Like, how you rise from the ashes after everything burns. Yeah. And the phoenix will burn and come because, again. Because, I mean, that's ashes. so true. Even, you know, in real life, outside mm-hmm. of book life, but in real life, yeah. you know, people go through some terrible stuff and some people come out of it doing meth. Yeah. Other people's come out of it going to be president. Sure. Very different lives can come from the same circumstance. It's all how you rise from the ashes. So I also saved like a couple of things that I thought were like really good for the plot. Ooh, right. Okay. Like they did it for the plot. And one, and I only call this out because it was like right above that quote that we saved, but it's from John and he's telling Wendy to goodbye and they're talking about their dad not being there and like how he really should have been. And he says like, we don't need him. And so they're both coming to this point, like collectively, like our dad is not like mm-hmm. this Prince Charming, mm-hmm. knight in shining armor that we always thought he is like. Our dad's a piece of shit, dude. And he's not here. And we both can collectively agree on that. We don't need him anymore. As long as we have each other. And daddy hook. Like, that's all we need. Yeah. Because daddy's been there. So I kind of did the same thing. And I saved uh, something on a James chapter, chapter 13. Mm. I liked this here. And he it's a moment when he's with Wendy. Mm-hmm. And it says, I am never one to pass up a golden opportunity but that's exactly what she is a way for me to play with my prey before i end him peter michael doesn't deserve a quick death he deserves a reckoning and the reckoning's coming like are you kidding me i was like a reckoning that's good i like that there are some good things that had happened oh and there's another thing that i saved there was another call out to a like nostalgic peter pan because as uh, Peter Michaels was growing up in South Florida as a kid, he was running around as like a common drug pusher and his street name was Pan, which I thought oh, was just that's right. Precious. That's right. Yes. That was one of the other things that I saved here. Yes. I liked that one. Yes. Now. Oh, oh this is what we were talking about earlier. Maybe that's why she calls to me the way that she does the pitch black parts of my soul aching for her light yes that is it she is like that one piece of light that he had except now it's stone cold black again and we don't know how he's going to react do you have some predictions on what he does next i mean we kind of went there i guess already like yeah yeah we kind of already talked about that yeah 
I think it's going to be some sex torture and some well, self-hate. Speaking of sex, I have a few of these highlighted that really just... Oh, you've saved some spicy moments. Obviously. That's okay, what I'm here I, for. I intended to. I even got myself a red little sticker for spicy moments. And I got so wrapped up in my readings, I forgot to save anything. <laughs> I was here. I was related to that. I was here. I, I got that. it. You have several saved. I'm assuming they're the hot pink ones. No. Oh. I just went. Mine are all over the place. They're not color coded? No, they're not. But as of this second, they will be. I can guarantee you that. Okay. How do you even know what is what? Like, I have mine divided by they did it for the plot, quotes, and spicy moments. Wow. Yeah. I'll be doing that from here forth. And I appreciate that. <laughs> Just doing it for the plot. So. so there is something about breath play that I love to read. Yes. I, I know exactly where you're going with this. And my answer is yes. I don't know why. I personally have never really played with breath play. I mean, there's a, the occasional choking, you know, a slap on the tit. That takes a lot of trust, I think. It really does. Yeah. Especially to like, you know, this big baddie don't even really know yet. But like, I need you to choke me to the brink of death. Uh-huh. And then. Where the vision is being clouded. Yeah. Jolt me back to life with an <laughs> orgasm, basically, yes, is what we're working exactly. with here. <laughs> we don't use the clear beep. No. You know, we don't use those. We use, use orgasms. that veiny dick, so. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> So I had this one, which obviously the toucher and you die is also a huge thing for me. Yes. So no one is allowed to touch you here again while pumping in and out uh, while his thumb circles slowly against my swollen clit. I'm a very possessive man, Wendy. Get out of here. Made me blush. For the rest of my life. Are you kidding? Okay. Like. Most of the times I read so many things, I'm like, I would be so disgusted if a man said that to me in real life. Not this book. Not this book. I would turn into a literal puddle if the right person, if the right human said that to me. Yeah. Yes. Uh Yes, please. Yeah. Come again. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Ugh, it gets me. I just, I don't know what it is. I've never felt that way. I've never been like, oh my God, in real life, are you, ugh, never. I don't know. Some of them, I'm like, ugh, I don't think I'd be attracted to that personally in real life. But this one, I'm having no qualms about being all about this one. Ooh, and this is another one that I read that I really enjoyed. And while my blood still runs red, any soul I I once had has been eaten by the acid that runs through my veins. Oh, oh yeah. That's when... I like that. Yeah. He was talking about his dark soul and then she's Uh a light... This one got me, but he it says, I suck in her breath and take it as my own while pressing my lips to hers. I loved that. I did too. That just shows me like this isn't all just a game to him. Like it started as a game to him, mm-hmm. but the closer that he gets to her, like there really is something there exactly. between them. Because of this one. Mm. You have it saved. You have that moment and saved. And in this moment, I'm not sure how I'll let her go. Yes. That was one of the ones that I thought, okay, it's more to him now. Yes, in game, it's about destroying Peter for sure. But there is a spot there that's true and real about Wendy now. Yes. It's not a game. Yes. He fell a little bit. And I love how she like 
all of a sudden started getting like this confidence because he was unraveling. Yes. Yeah. I loved that. And that her, she and her body is the one that's making him like. Come undone. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was because of her. And in that she got this like confidence boost and almost like this new self of like sense about her. Like this new self, new new Wendy. Wendy 2.0. Yes. Right here. His free hand runs through his hair, mussing, I assume that's how we say that word, Mm. mussing the already tousled strands, and I'm transfixed at the sight of him, so disheveled, so opposite to how everyone else gets to see him. Mm. Love that. It is. She gets a different side than most people who encounter Huck. He's been much more open with her. Yes. And, And honestly, it's really not all that open, but... He's not like a public person. You don't know much about him. And so the little bit that he's given away, he has given to Wendy. So, yeah, because he said that with Moira, all that they've ever anything that they've only been able to do or that that he's been willing to do is just a blowjob. Yeah, that's it. She's just a release to him. It's Mm -hmm. not anything beyond that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even look at her while she's doing it. No, Wendy's different. She is. I mean, he's red flags personified, if I'm being honest, but like. That is six flags that I want to be all about. So, yeah. <laughs> is this like a double red flag and I'm still getting in the ocean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. High swell day, still going in. Don't care. I don't gonna, care. I, yeah. Red flag personified, but 100%. Putting my, putting my stick in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like raising that little flag at ponchos. <laughs> like, Lisa, <laughs> can I have some more? <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes. And we'll get more. Well, and I I have two more to share and then I'm done. Please share. Please. So this one I quite enjoyed because um, this is right when he is taking her virginity and he grits his teeth. You have to relax or I'll never fit inside. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Oh, and here's another one for how he's like loving her or has a spot for her yeah i don't know if i want to say love right now no it's not love especially now no he definitely did have he does he does have a spot marked wendy yes because he says surprisingly the thought of her in pain does nothing to excite me Mm -mm. he doesn't want to see her hurt done done i I was really excited to share those no, I'm really glad that you did, and I'm really excited to keep doing that. You know, and I'm honestly a little surprised at myself that they weren't all the smut. I'm a little surprised, too, because i that's what I was fully anticipating and expecting. I think that's why I didn't mark as much smut subconsciously. Like, I'm like, Kara's got this. I'm going to mark the <laughs> plot points. And we both pretty much covered those collectively. Yeah, and it's funny that we had the same things in our mind. And we said the quote that was the same. I'll never forget that. Actually, I might. So remind me not to forget that. (laughs) Well, we won't ever forget that because we have it here recorded. So what do you, what are your predictions for Tina Bell and Peter? Oh, Tina Bell got to go. I think that she will. I, oh, I think she's going to die for sure. Oh yeah. There's no question in my mind. She's going to die. I kind of hope that like Hook realizes soon that it's not Wendy who was a part of the plot to kill Rue. It was Tina and it is Peter and that he guts the both of them. I mean, I am so against Peter Michaels at this point. He's my villain. He's a piece of shit dad. He's a piece of shit human. 
Bye. So I want him gutted. I do think things are going to be pretty rocky for Wendy and and uh, a hook for a moment. And then I think, here's my prediction. Wendy goes to visit John at school and something happens. And John calls Hook and he comes and saves Wendy anyways, even though they might not be in the best spot right now. Hmm. That's what I think. Interesting. I just feel like that moment of him giving John his number to call him was if anything happens was too significant for it not to come back up again. Okay. Yeah. And that's my thoughts. I like it. Yeah. I like it too. And I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Maybe have- in the next section, <gasps> we'll find out in chapters 25 through 38. Hopefully. Hopefully. It's gone very quick. That is another thing. Last comment here before we wrap this episode up. It did not take long to get into the story, and that's what I like about it. Yes. We that, did not have to wait 200 pages to get something good out of it. I'm about to name drop. Do it. Sarah J. Mass. No, that's not the name I was hoping you were going to drop. I cannot fucking stand it. You read 700 pages and in the last two chapters are the most action filled. Get the literally, fuck out. Literally, those last 100 pages of the Sarah J. Mass book are all these devastating beautiful amazing but you know if the whole book was like that i wouldn't have dnf'd a silver flame quartz you're getting distracted here i'm gonna need you to pull that back thank you okay pulling back (laughs) but that's what i like i did not have stand there was there was story on page one right it immediately got into it yes big fan of that yes i'm so glad and it's i hope it continues that way so far, so good. Through the rest of the book. Yeah. But chapters little... 1 through 12, great. Chapters 24 through what we just 12 read. 12 through 24. 12 through 24. Amazing. Fantastic. I hope we pick up steam, but I'm also cautious with the fact that we're only 51% done through the book. We have a lot of book left, and we have a lot of story left. I mean, do we, though? Because those yes. chapters went by so quickly. We have. We have a whole other half of the book left. We have a lot of time. We have a lot of things. It just doesn't feel like it. I don't know. Because those picked up so quickly. And we'll find out next week on Hooked Week 3. Hooked Week 3. Episode 3 of Hooked Chapters 25 through 38. Yes. I'm excited. Me too. Do your homework. Read the book. Yes. Come chat about it with us in Discord. Yeah. We have a whole section totally dedicated to Hook. We're asking similar questions that we do on here and then different questions. We have a whole space and to, we want to hear your theories about it. oh yeah i want to hear your theories a lot because kara and i you know we can sit here we can but to hear like from the masses what yeah are thinking what are I your need, thoughts i need some also if you already read girls. it don't spoil it for me because i like to be a spoiler free girly but i gotta i want to know i know what you're thinking refresh your mind yeah if you've already read this it's me a dirty old hippie to you or <laughs> You know, what does <laughs> Tina Bell look like? Because to me, she looks like a stuck up bitch. Oh, that sure. kind of tracks with Tink also. I so. I really pictured her like, you know, blonde, up hair. Same, with, very similar. With glasses, to, pin, pencil skirt. Yeah, I mean, you know, similar like a, to a Tinker Bell vibe, you know. Yeah. Just in a human form. What a bitch. What a bitch. We love to hate her for it. Till next week. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Tales and Tea podcast. To keep the chaos going, don't forget to follow us on socials at Tales and Tea podcast and follow the link in the description to join the Discord community. Happy, Happy sipping! sipping.